it's your flyness himself. Music at a whole nother altitude. Ladies and gentlemen, walk in the peels. Welcome to the Kiki. Walk in the peels. A Kiki is a party for calming all your nerves, for spilling tea, and dishing just desserts where they are served. There's only three rules. No comps. Stop being poor. No requests. This isn't your mom's karaoke machine. And no condoms. This isn't the 80s. Get on prep and get in there. Uh, we're just kidding. Bring condoms if you must. Lock the doors. Lower the blinds. And let's have a kiki. Hey, girl. Hey, it's your boy, Xander Alexander. Welcome to the Kiki. A live podcast about everything from gay to Z. It's time to let your hair down, scratch your balls if you must, and go all the way through it with us. It's all Gucci Mane. No judgments here. You're amongst friends and family. We only bite if you actually ask us to. Now, let's have a kiki. The gay BFF. A status symbol. An icon in feminine culture. A phenomena experienced by the privileged few. But are they really privileges? And why do some seek them while others don't? I mean, they're elusive, but not exclusive to the male species. Catch one if you can, or lose one at your own risk. Or find out what you aren't missing out on. This episode will take a deeper look at what exactly a gay BFF is to the breeders and to the gays alike. You'll come away with a better understanding of what to look forward to and what not to do when they turn their back on you. All right, let's see who we are kicking with today. We've got David. I'm really into voguing right now. Yes, legendary. <laughs> Yes. And we have Phil. Bringing you a lot of sass and a whole lot of ass. Work, bring it on. It's already been brought in. Um, so since Akiki is, well, now let's be real. Since Akiki is a podcast for calming all your nerves, let's check in and see what nerves we are currently trying to calm. So anybody who wants to go. Let's talk I'll, about what's on our nerves right now. Yeah, this is David. I'll go first. Uh, what's on my nerves right now? I'm going to say entanglements. And I use that. And I'm plural entanglements. Um, you know, during this pandemic, I have found on the dating apps that it's more than just having an open relationship. Many <laughs> of these gay men in New York City are looking for an entanglement. Mm -hmm. look <laughs> they are looking for that. You'll be my Tuesday and Thursday while I have a whole husband at home. So oh, yes. on my nerves. Oh, lay it out. Okay. Yes. Keep, yes. Go. I love it. Yeah. I will say it has to be this whole new... Uh, let me rely on my token friend because somehow I do 
nothing applies to me. Just because I am black and just because I am gay and I am your friend, guess what? I am not your token. This is not Chuck E. Cheese, okay? This is real life. So just because you know me does not mean I'm here to fill a void for you. Oh, there word. You go. And what is that called? Uh, this is called tokenism. I am not going to be that for you, just so you know. Right. And I am a whole person. I have a lot to offer, just like you do. So, therefore, don't tell somebody, well, I'm not racist because I have a black friend. It's right. just because we friends don't mean you're right. not racist because yeah, you be yeah, saying right. some fucked up shit to me. All the damn time. And they're in the, and then the ones who are having sex with them think it like, oh, well, my boyfriend's black. And? Like... Exactly. That means nothing. That doesn't mean that you're not racist. In fact, it probably means that you are racist. Uh, um, hello. More so than it means you're not. Right. I mean, we still had slavery here, and everybody who had slaves claimed they weren't racist, but right. yet still you own black people. And, so and then, the, and then and then when the baby comes out mixed, like it's like wah, wah, exactly. what happened there? I don't know. Um well that's interesting because um, well, it leads me to two roads, but I'll only choose one. I just don't know which door to go behind. Um, so let's go through the more exciting door. Well, but which door is exciting? Number one or number two? <laughs> <laughs> I choose door number one. Door number one? Yeah. Um, I forgot what door number one was. <laughs> Well, let's take number two. Um, I also forgot no, number two. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I really, after entanglements and tokenism, I'm like, how do I follow? How exactly do I follow that up? Um, I mean, I guess. Well, it what it boils down to really is something called hashtag choices. Thank you, Tatiana. Choices are mm. a thing that we make and choices also come with ownership liability credibility or lack thereof and they come with receipts most importantly so when you make choices keep your receipts be that a read receipt be that a physical receipt a digital receipt a mental receipt a visual receipt or a pen on your map i don't care like the point is choices chooses and swasize like those are the three c's and they all mean choices and one yes. is in french and mm -hmm. like choices are not to be confused with preferences sorry white people this isn't mm -hmm. like a roast on that but like it's like preferences that that is a different thing and we're not mm -hmm. going to get into that now um because it's about choices, and choices exactly. are things that you have to own and you make. And I'm glad that we have the freedom to make as many choices as we want in this country. However, there does come a point where some choices get very hard, and it gets almost impossible to choose when you're given too many options or not enough options. But that depends on what it is, because with everything there are choices to be made and i love receipts okay, okay. right i'm Always. a receipt collector I am, i'm a read receipt i'm like i want to know 
what y'all thinking? I mean, are you out there carrying the George Costanza? <laughs> indeed. Yes. Okay. Not on Indeed. They haven't given me a job in <laughs> six years. Fuck Indeed. I'm just kidding. Sponsored by Indeed. The fastest way to get a job. <laughs> They're going to be like, we didn't sponsor them. I'm like, it was free, girl. Take it. Exactly. Product right. placement. I'm like, do you know when people listen to this podcast? That makes two of us. Um, <laughs> Um, actually, uh, we've been like, for not having, for what we've done so far, like not even a full launch, not even really a soft launch, but I just created a Facebook page for it, um, and invited a few people. So technically it doesn't exist, but it exists. Um, and we have, as of now, a five-star rating on Apple. Nice. Um, there's, I think there's two ratings, but whatever, that's two fives. That's enough to make a 10 on a Saturday night. Exactly. Like, yeah, tens like, across and, the board. Right? Like, it's okay. We can add and subtract. Um, and who says, I'm like, 12 is the new 10, and 9 is the new 8. So figure the math out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, alrighty then. Well, now that we let our nerves down, um, let's let our hair go. Gay best friends can be like, Unicorns amongst a stampede of horses or as much drama as they are health. Why exactly are gay best friends so damn popular? Like the gay BFF is just like a, it's like a tokenism entanglement choice <laughs> all in one. <laughs> it, is it not? Though, That's the truth. It that really is. is. It really is. Fact, and I just came up with that. But you know what? Hey, that is a live fact. That's or, true. You know, when it comes to being the gay best friend, when you're a gay male, then for women, it's like this safe space where they can have a man that they can do things with, all their female things that they want to do, but they can't get their boyfriends to do or their brothers to do. Right. Like they can't get the other men in their life. So therefore, it's like, oh, I need a gay best friend who can go shopping at Victoria's Secret with me. Well, just because I love lingerie doesn't mean I want to stare at your titties all day. <laughs> exactly. Right. They, 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 they love to abuse that power. Um, uh, yes. And it's like, I mean, it's not even a power because like, at the end of the day, like, you know, if, if, they're, if they're part of our, everyone doesn't realize that you know, when you get a gay BFF, you become a part of their house. The only yes. thing is, is they like our houses aren't as legendary as a real Vogue house where you can't belong to multiple houses. You can belong in as gay BFFs to multiple gays, but like, um, so that I think that makes it great. Um, but when you get a gay BFF, they're really like for me, it's the house of Alexander, and mm -hmm. um, we are a house of um, fish be it serving it on a platter, Asian side, or fish fry, black mm -hmm. side, like we are serving fish and we are giving you market value because you will not ask us about a price. You will not ask me no questions and I will tell you no lies. If yes. you really want to know the price, you can't afford it. So don't exactly. ask. There you go. Yeah. That's I also, all I have to say. Yeah, that was great. I think, uh, you know, when, we think about gay BFFs and why, why they are so popular. I do have to talk about the stereotypes similar to what, you know, you both have said, but also the pop culture of it all, the fashion, mm -hmm. 
the party, you know, I find that while it is safe for a straight female to have a gay best friend, it's also safe for that gay best friend to feel they can, like they can go to someone, myself as well, when I want to talk about pop culture, when I want to talk about right. fashion, or when I want to have a good time. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's one of those interesting things because it's happened to me where, you know, I'll have some of my girlfriends who will say, oh, it's not a real party until Philip shows up because they need the gay person to mm -hmm. show up in order for us to show up. Yeah, and that be so the party way, motivator. Exactly, which is great. But at the same time... Can we be known for something different? Like, what about my exactly. brain? What's between my ears? Well, know. yes. And that's the problem because the stereotypes are what people are rely on when they want to choose or to have a gay best friend. You know, it's always in social media. It's in every movie. It's on every television show. Yeah. You know, oh, here's my gay best friend who goes shopping with me. Or they're the person that I call when my boyfriend dumps me or is mean to me because I can cry on their shoulder. And, and they're not you know, try to hit on me. Exactly, mm -hmm. which is great. You know, I love it. But at the same time, is that being reciprocated? That is really what makes a difference between whether you are actually a friend or if you just have someone who's filling a token role for you. Or the convenience. Exactly. Am I just filling a slot on your calendar that says, oh, I need someone for this, and then you pencil me in? Right. Or are you saying this person is a value to me, so let me see how they're doing. Let me check in yeah. with them so I can be there for them. So here's, here's, I'm like, here's the long and short of it in, in my book, and it is black and white. Like, if you can show up to my doorstep, like, announced or unannounced, if you can show up to my doorstep, like, you're in the territory of being a BFF. Like, you're close exactly. enough if you can show up to my doorstep. Um, exactly. Because that's what it comes down to. Like, if I die tomorrow, when I see those stories of, like, found a week later i'm like what how did somebody not like come mm -hmm. before then and you know not to de denigrate the dead i'm just like i would hope that somebody would know before a week and my roommate my dog my cat like oh you're absolutely right you know especially now with you know, the pandemic having happened yeah. and everyone staying at home, it was really a great opportunity for people to really take stock in the people that were in their lives. And you could Major question, stock. like, are these people really that close to me? I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how rarely my phone would ring for people at least so close to me and how we could do anything and talk about anything but i never heard from you once mm -hmm. i mean people are getting sick and dying all over the place and you don't think to reach out let me check on this one person that i know mm -hmm. oh no 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 yeah. it's it's like facts hashtag facts hashtag fortune hashtag yeah right on the head it's been beast or famine and the haves mm -hmm. or the have-nots, the, you're like, it's fashion, one day you're in, the next day you're out, then the next day you're back in, and then you're out again, and then it's, you know, a hula hoop, it's a, um infinity ring, and it's a circle in a square peg hole, but it actually is inside of there because the circle is smaller than the square, so it can actually fit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
And I have to question whether or not we're actually making any progress in moving forward, because while we're seeing more, you know, even in media now, we're seeing more queer characters on television and in film, we have to really ask ourselves, are they really doing a service or a disservice to the community? Because even in those stories at times, we're really just seeing all the straight people in their lives through queer eyes. We're not actually seeing the actual life of the person who is queer, even if that person is the central character. We're really just seeing whether, you know, they are impacting other people's lives and what that's doing for them, which is not what it's supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. You know, being, you know, queer and being a friend and being a part of your life, I am not an accessory like a purse that you can just pull out if it matches your outfit. And that's a great point, Phil. it's it's like very poignant and at the same time i have to say that in some ways i think there are a good amount of gay bffs out there that sort of they get off on being fetishized because they have abandonment issues they have mommy and daddy issues Mm -hmm. they've got self-esteem issues and the straight girls affectionately known now as flame dames we've kind of abandoned the term fag hag. It's been retired or it's been, it's been given cast off to a certain type of person. Um, whereas flame dame is like the new term for uh, what used to be a fag hag. Um, I'm with a, it. a flame dame is like, fag hags like, they were kind of there because they always hung on you. Like, and it was whether you liked it or not, they just ended up becoming like your groupie, et cetera. But like a flame dame, I guess is kind of like, you could choose them or like, you want to them they have fun they're not they're not sloppy drunk girls that can't hold themselves at a gay bar and then it's like oh my god somebody get your girls and get them out of here don't let them drink that much this is not right this is not their show not their party it's not fun right. it's not cute so flame games it's like they know the book they study it they read it they go to school for it fierce university find us on facebook um it's uh facebook.com backslash fierce university and you too can enroll in Flame Dame 101. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how about a real plug for a real brand for a real company? Um, well, there you go. Here's a real request. Okay. <laughs> can you be possibly a friend to a queer person and not be a total mess every time they get together? So they essentially have to spend their time babysitting and taking care of right. you? Yeah, that's always nice right. because essentially what it comes down to is whether or not you have a genuine relationship or toxic relationship. Yeah. And that's really the most important thing. You know, we get that you want to let your hair down. You want to hang out. You want to have fun and everything. But I'm not your babysitter. Yeah. I am not Oprah. I am not Dr. Yeah. Phil. I am not sitting here on a sofa where you can pour out all your problems to me and not pay me $150 exactly. per hour. It's like you you can pay for it. And it's like, and buy me nice things and take me to nice places and take me out yes. to eat because I am giving a lot to you. And my, my love doesn't cost a thing, but my rent does. And right. uh, yes, it does. Okay. Like, and I do need the receipts from direct uh, deposit. Yes. Fine girl. You can have my, you can have my account number if you're going to direct deposit. I Cause that here. silk scarf that is soaking up all them tears was not cheap. Okay. Right. So right. it's funny that like they're, they're so popular and then, but it's like, when it comes down to the brass tacks, what are their actual 
benefits. And when I mean benefits, I don't mean their um, EBT card. I mean like their 401k. Ah. Come through. <laughs> yes. yes. She's feeling it. It's okay. Whatever. My oats are there. But let's go. You know, you know, benefits of a gay BFF is certainly that non-judgmental, you know, person that like you said earlier, Philip, that is safe. And I have many straight female yes. friends. Mm-hmm. And if they were to come at me with anything, it, there's always going to be no judgment just because yes. we're so judged as queer people every day. And I'm not going to judge my friend for any type of insecurity or something that they're going through. Truth, yeah. as it should come be. Through, David. She's right. like, so that is exactly how it's supposed to be. And you're supposed to have a really nice reciprocal relationship as you do for every other. Mm-hmm. Yes. And gays aren't always known for being the best at reciprocating because if you're not versed, then you don't reciprocate anything. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <is it> true. <laughs> I'm like, um, okay, whatever. Like, do I have to say it's that? Like, I, no. do I have to say that I'm an oral top? I'm like, for me, it's just like, I mean, well, if somebody doesn't do something ever, I'm like, but never, never? Like, never, never? Right. <laughs> well, you know, another great benefit to actually having a gay best friend or a queer best friend mm-hmm. is you have the benefit of having unfiltered honesty. Yes. No more of this, <laughs> oh, well, you don't tell a woman that she looks look fat in something. Like, bitch, no, no, bitch, you, you look, look fat. Like, you, you look, look like fat, a school bus big. in that yellow dress. Yeah, she's like, do I look fat? I'm like, no, you look huge. Take it off. Exactly. And that's what it should be. Because the thing is, if you came to me and you want honesty, I'm going to give you honesty. Because why? I don't have time to lie. There's no time for that. The thing is, the more lies you tell, the more webs you have to weave. Girl, that gets tired and it gets big. And if even in New York, you'll get like people get swallowed up in their lives and that's how they get caught up. Like the more honest you are here, like to a fault, the better. Because you don't, you don't have to remember lies. Or yes. truth, I mean. Yes. You have to remember that. And the, uh, and the only thing that I am weaving is going to be some human hair extensions. Ah, so. I'm through out the gate with the garb. Um, that's fierce. I, the only thing okay. I weave that web in terms of um, the Iggy and Rita Ora song. This is the web, web that we weave. Now you just want to be set free. I'm like, you know what? I may not be able to sing right now, but that song... <laughs> Because I'm in a cigar-filled room. Like, I literally feel like um, I'm a rich white woman. Where I'm (laughs) sitting down. I've got my, like, hat on. I've got um, a mocktail because I don't drink. um, Because I'm a lady. And it's Sunday, the Lord's Day. So, hallelujah. But in all reality, I mean, I don't really care. so if you want to, if we, if we want to talk about the messy straight females though, that just mm-hmm. don't know how to act around gay people, I have to say this mm-hmm. bedlam bar in the East village in New York city is where you will find that messy Becky on a Saturday night. Oh my God. I can't. It's and they have bedlam, bedlam bar East village. Okay. And what did it uh, used to be? Oh gosh, I have no because idea. But I don't recognize that name, and I've been here for. I think it's a gay bar. They do drag shows on Saturday. They host uh, uh-huh. RuPaul's Drag Race queens. But every time I've gone, Bedlam, you, you Bedlam Bar, 
you have that messy Becky, oh. the one that's trying. Well, at least I know we're not. Together. Yeah, the yeah. one that's like with all the drag queens, like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. Can I get on stage with you? And it's like, okay, back off. No. no. First of all, all, (laughs) ladies, especially for you ladies who are listening, no, you cannot get on stage with them. You cannot get on stage with us. This is not your show. This is ours. Sit yourself down (laughs) with your Cosmo because that's all you can handle and then just appreciate what's happening. The gays are like, it's like, look, don't, when we take you out to like show off and pop off, it's like we show off and we pop off. Remember, that night, you guys are the accessory. It's not a girls' night out. Like there is, there's no girls' night out. You guys go do that, and we'll join you there at the breeder clubs. But girls' night out is not at the gay bar. Like, you're not here to celebrate. You're here to celebrate. You're not here to celebrate with us. You're here to celebrate us. Um, exactly. So no more bachelorette parties no. at gay bars no. and at drag clubs no. because you just want to let your hair down. Oh no 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 no. This is not a place for us to celebrate you. Again, you are in our space, and I don't want this to be confused that we're only coming after you women right. because you men, you are just, just as messy. The same. Yes, just yes. as like, messy. Like stop. First of all. First of all, like before we like hold the phone and say that get your life and know the difference between the trans experience and a drag queen. Don't act new. You are not that new, bitch. Don't even try it. Know the difference. Exactly. Get educated. Like read a book. Look at some pictures. Go find some porn on it. I don't care. But I'm tired of that game. And it's like it's so tired. So the I mean the internet exists. Yeah. So we can find this everywhere. or check the, out this podcast and like get more people to listen to it. Anybody you know you that go. needs to be told what like all the gay stuff means, they're gonna find it out here. No holds barred, like balls to the wall or chest to the breast. Um we're gonna well, do, we're they, gonna cover it. They are obviously the people that we just described that are in desperate need of a gay BFF in their life. Yeah. So that they yeah. know, don't take a bachelorette party to a gay bar, to a drag show. Don't confuse drag queens with trans women. If they have, mm-hmm. if you have anyone asking questions about that, first of all, clear. You, should, you should never have to, like, if you have to ask, then the answer is like, like, you should know the answer if you have to ask, first of all. But second of all, you should never have to ask. Don't misgender a person. If you want to know, Walk up to them and talk to them. If they want to to disclose, it's called disclosing. If they want to disclose, they will. If not, then good luck. May the odds be ever in your favor. If you want to be more educated, get a gay BFF. Exactly. Exactly. They'll tell you in one minute, like maybe two, maybe three. I mean, we are there to support you and to be on your side and to help educate Mm -hmm. you. But we're not going to do the work for Mm -hmm. you. And we're not going to clean up your mess when you cause it. Right. And so to that extent... Are are either of you a gay best friend to anyone? Yes. So yes, my, my... <laughs> right. It's like <laughs> let's just like you know everybody raising their hand. Yeah, yeah. Say I, 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 I. Yeah. Hi. I. I was gonna take the high note, but I <laughs> like I am the last two, and, and especially in the last one. I was raspier than like a smoking prostitute. Um, but the show must go on. I couldn't find my. It was mind. okay. You were channeling Macy Gray. Right. It was working. Before she cleared her throat and lost her career. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, she is. Read. Sing. 
honey, I told you earlier, I was like, I hope I'm still feeling it when I like, get there later because I was on a rampage, like the drag queen um, on a rampage. And if that isn't one, then hashtag free drag. That should be. Anna I know, rampage, right? And she better be Russian. Um, <laughs> yes. Like Anna. Because if you don't say, I don't want to be Anna Rampage. That doesn't make sense. Right. It's, it's like Katya. Exactly. Uh, she would make a great Anna Rampage. But I love her last name. Zambilo Chakova. Like, it, yeah. It just rolls off the tongue. Iconic. Oh, yeah. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, give a dog a bone. But when she performs that Read You, Read Your Rochu, I'm like, forget about it. She won that episode. Too bad it wasn't the season, but she definitely, for me, won that episode, hands down. Sorry, we have to go to uh, Drag Race because as Gabby FS, it's like, get into it or get out. Um, exactly. I don't care. It's not a, it's not a, well, no, no, that wasn't a question. I said, get into it or get out. And that's just on a Friday. If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. But on a Friday, don't fucking bug me because you know what I'm doing. You don't have to ask. Like, I'm watching it, period. I don't know what time or when or where, but just know that if you want to watch it, all you have to do is reach out and then we're watching it. But I'm watching it. So that's it. I, I am very fortunate to have had straight friends that I've actually turned on to Drag Race mm -hmm. and, you know, gotten them really interested into wanting to learn more. So I have to admit that at least I feel very good about that because at least I was able to start their education. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. It really is. Thank you. It's like doing charity work. And I'm like, Charity, listen, Charity still owes me money. So if you see her, tell her I'm here. Okay? <laughs> uh, I'm like, yes. Mitch better have my money. Okay. Um, that's a, collecting them right? coins. That was a politics joke. Mitch better have my money. Get it? Mm -hmm. Mitch McConnell. Yep. Okay. All right. So these political queens. Um, I'm kidding. I love. <laughs> I love making fun of um, the gobbler anytime I can. Um, do you actually yourselves have, or even want a gay BFF, or have you ever had? And then, like, now, currently you're not, or maybe permanently you're not, or till next Tuesday you're not, or whatever. Um, have you ever had or wanted a gay BFF? As yes. a gay, as, as a either gay or queer identifying cis male. Yeah, so I, I have a gay BFF myself who I absolutely love and adore. Like, this is the like whole... Like, adore Delano adore, or like... A adore Delano, adore, this is my chosen family. Okay. Um, and, like and a so, sister, mister, like. Yes. Okay. Okay. And, or a sister um, wife. A sister wife, so really. There, so there's like sisters, <laughs> there's your sister, there's your sisters, and then there's your sister, misters, your mister, sisters, your sister wives, your sister wife, and then your sis, and your like sissy, and I and then your steps, and then all those can be steps. So, gotcha. or or halves, even. So there's a lot of sisters. Because the other day, somebody was like, "My sister said she's voting for Trump," and I said, "Okay, which kind of sister is this?" And then I listed them all and said, "This is a very serious question, and answer it honestly, because my answer will be coming for will be forthcoming, but it very much so depends on." what kind of sister you're saying because sisters a very broadly defined term and right. i i yeah. want to make sure that when my message reads to her that it reads as deep as it needs to or as 
um, shallow as it needs to, but either way, like it needs to reach them specifically because it is going to be a very interesting message, which surprisingly is not going to be all that negative, but it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting because I don't like this kid is very, he's a progress. He was a Bernie bro. So the fact that she's going to vote for Trump and told him that I'm like, that is like, that talk about fueling the fire and race, right? Like, my right. goodness, and they're people of color. So, oh, goodness, she's a person of color supporting Trump in his second term. I'm like, that oh, might as mm. well be that might as well be Antifa. Yes, <laughs> just give me a minute while I just lay my head down, right? On that one. <laughs> exactly. Like, let me let me. Let me find my chains. Hold on, I know they're around here somewhere. I've got a, I've got my own museum, and you know we've got the other museums that are somebody's going to erect. Maybe me, um, the Confederate museums and the um, for the Confederacy and all of their racial monuments. And it's like, look, white people, come eat your hearts out. We'll put it in the South. We'll make it huge. It'll be, it'll be very huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the biggest, hugest, most biggest thing ever. And it's going to be great. I'm telling you, it's going to be a museum in the South for the Confederacy. No, really, though. I'm like, everyone keeps talking about museums. And I'm like, can somebody rent some space out down there and start shipping these things off? Because now that he's enacted that, um, now that he's enacted his uh, executive order to protect them, I need to create a plate, a safe space for them. Because I agree that it needs to be preserved. One hundred percent, all of them, in as pristine state as possible, as humanly possible. So there can whatever if shit happens to it, shit happens mm-hmm. to it. But aside from that, preserve them all, send them there, and then this is how it works. If you're black, it's free. If you're white, it's one hundred and fifty dollars to go in. Period. Go for it. And Done. All of Sounds the proceeds good. go towards. Um, it's the cause is called Black Queer Magic. Not to be confused with queer black magic, it's black queer magic, where it's the black community plus the queer community that make magic together. So imagine those two communities coming together, the black community and the queer community, the two mm-hmm. most iconic, influential communities that exist coming together. I'm like, girl, that will be... When, when they get it, though, because there's going to be... I admittedly, it, there's going to be a lot of ex, uh, education up front that's like, no, this isn't for, like, it's not saying gay black people. That's the point. So we're, we're, the logo right now is going back and forth on um, some identities for it because I'm like, well, make the, the black part look like Black Lives Matter. Make the queer word look like a rainbow of some sort and make the matter all white. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, and if this museum comes about, the yeah. fee will help, you know for white people to yeah. at, you know go attend this museum will go to that. Yeah, cause. I was like, fuck white people. This money ain't going to them. This money will go to bl- the black community and the queer community, but mostly the black community, but also the queer community. Um, but I mean, they're literally the thing is, this is supposed to be a collaboration for both of them because it's going to. And the, the reason I'm talking about this with gay BFF is because, like, my gay BFF, um, who's Caucasian, um, is also sort of like an ascribing to the queer community as opposed to the gay community because he made mm-hmm. his exit already. 
um, and took the walk. So, um, but the thing is, is we're, oh God, here we go. There's we're so fighting much, yeah. right now. We're fighting right now. So I have to like, I have to wait because things are very fragile right now. And I don't want fragility to be what causes everything to kind of, um, to like become a tonic. I'm like, right. I am, while I am a feisty Spanish blooded Filipino half black, like Blasian, that is a firecracker. I am, it's like at the end of the day, number one, it's only ever just words. That's it. I am on the furthest spectrum of anti-domestic violence that as anyone could possibly be given, you know, what happened to my parents. So mm -hmm. as an individual, that will be the worst it ever is. It's just words. And I think as a gay BFF, like that's exactly what I think so many of us offer are our words. We're some of the most well-spoken um, people you've ever met. My and and he's your gay BFF, the one you just described. Uh, well, as of right now, he was yes. Mm. Um, and he was mm. like, it's really. I haven't fully um, unpacked it yet, but like, it kind of is. It's still like it's like. It's still fresh to the point where mm -hmm. I can't, like, it's still in text mode. So, but not really. And I don't know. Well, I, I'll send you guys the all the positive vibes, even light Apollo Santo stick for you today. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, um, I'm actually doing um, a spiritual cleansing for, because my room now i because we had the fight here and mm -hmm. um it, it i have to, to I, I need to be i need to cleanse it i have to get white sage and blue sage and then i need to re-rack my crystals and actually realign them and i'm get an ordained i'm an ordained minister so i can actually perform this i perform it for people as well as nice. myself um but the ultimately i teach people how to do it themselves so that they learn. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I can keep coming out and doing it. But if you have that kind of money, but otherwise, like, just learn to do it yourself. It's not that hard. Um, yeah. And it's That's a great. and it's a spiritual thing. So there's there really is no wrong way to do it other than like dying while you're doing it. But you shouldn't be able to die from burning sage from smudging. Right. It's called smudging. Right. I mean, unless you set the house on fire. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then, like, I would say, if I would say everybody kind of secretly wants a gay BFF, even mm -hmm. gay guys. But I think if you know what they're like, sometimes it, it begs the question of the loved and lost. Is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all? Because right. it like, first of all, a gay BFF is one step away from being your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Like, and a firepower with firepower there, they'd be like, Iran russia and china all joining together against you right um yeah. philip do you have a gay bff i do not and i actually had never had one um it's been interesting because over the years i was ostracized a lot mm -hmm. um amongst the community 
And that's always made it a little more difficult for me. You know, it's either, you know, I'm too gay for these people. I'm not gay enough for those. So this, it was always hard the, to find a place to gay, fall. This is the gay, the cis gay males you're talking about. Y- yeah. So that always made it problematic. So I've never actually had a gay BFF. Um, May I ask if that community you describe is mostly of the white gays? Yes, which is also part of the reason why I no longer really ascribe myself or um, use the term gay to describe myself all that much anymore, because I feel like it's been co-opted to describe cis white males. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you know, everybody else is left behind. So, you know, I'll just be, you know, I will just be queer and and love my queer life and my queerness. Have you officially done your gexit and and the walk away? Because that's when the that's when you've actually when you do because they did it for um, Republicans and Democrats when the gay the blacks were walking Mm -hmm. away. Now, like it's like, well, yeah, you do it, but you do like kind of like a fierce YouTube video where you just you it's just you there like saying with a sign that says hashtag gexit and then you tell your story. Yeah, and you know what? And I actually was really thinking about that. And I think I am going to because I really want to, because I think it'll be a really great opportunity for me to solidify, you know, another chapter, just like, you know, coming out, you know, these are all chapters that we go, you know, that we may experience. And for that, you know, I want to do that. I'm just waiting for the right pair of shoes. Oh, my work. Because if you're going to take a walk, you have to have the right shoes for it. So I'm just waiting to get the right pair. Can I tell you, I'm so glad that you said that because here comes another shameless plug. There's this song on YouTube called Walk in the Heels. um, And it literally, the only five words to the song are walk in the heels. However, the song has a music video (laughs) That was choreographed by the wonderful, amazingly talented Ian McKenzie, who's a yes. uh, backup dancer for Lady Gaga. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, these are my backup dancers. Sometimes you just got to say backup dancers. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it was uh, filmed and produced um, by myself. And the music was executive produced by Jereni. And... It's just a fun little song, but when you do your um, your gexit, official gexit, you play that song in the background um, so that there's a, there's a little whatever, um, but it's like walking. And you can actually be walking. You're supposed to be. The way the challenge is, is you, you hashtag gay exit, like gexit, just write gay and then exit. Um, and they'll, it's really hard to say, but whatever, they'll get it. Gay mm-hmm. exit for the dumb, the dumb ones, because otherwise they're going to be like gay eggs, gay, um, gay eggs and ham. Like no, mm-hmm. it's gay yeah. exit. <laughs> but you guys can call it the gay exit. Fine, it's better yes. than gay exodus. So hashtag that, yeah. and then you're walking My, like that. That hashtag Andrew Duffer boy who walks in and paces and talks about, um, um, like he white explains everything to his country. Folks, have you guys seen him? No. One of the most hilarious people I have seen come. He actually, hands down, is the most hilarious person I've seen come out of this civil rights movement is Andrew Duffer. And it's at Andrew Duffer on YouTube and uh, Instagram. He 
the thing is, is like, that's like an immediate must see. Like you're going to watch one of the videos and then you're going to want to see them all. And then you're going to squeeze him until he can't breathe. Basically looking that up immediately. Um, so I'll definitely do that shortly. Um, but speaking of like, do you have any fag stags? So a fag stag, just to be clear is a straight male friend who hangs out with your group or your clique or your posse or you and will go to a gay club with you. It's the, the, the male, the cis male version of a sh- the cis male straight version of a flame dame. So it's like your, your man meet, like kind of like your boo thing, but only like to keep other boys off of him. But like, he's a little bit trade, but you know, like it's not your he's not gay it's not your gay bff it's your straight man friends that you bring out and parade i do not philip i also don't and well i used to um but i haven't in years really Uh, oh girls let me i haven't in years i love 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 my fag stags like my fag stags are my rider dies i would honestly I pick straight. If if it's between my fag sag and my gay BFF, I pick my fag sag like any day, hands down, boots the house down, like bro for bro. And it's never, it'll never be like that. Like, you know, much to my chagrin, but, and I don't, but I don't care because it's not even about that. It's about yeah. like, I mean, they're literally the brothers that I never had. And the brothers that I always wanted because right. like, you know, they like the fact they like all of the benefits and I have the receipts that they like those benefits that they receive from the gay man. I mean, it's not that I haven't attempted to create that type of relationship before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you a know, and like start. I said, years ago, I had it years ago, mm-hmm. but in, you know, at least the last decade that has all disappeared you know and even when i do make arrangements you know or plans to go out and my straight friends are you know my straight male friends say yes let's go or let's do this or i'm down to go with you somehow a woman always becomes involved right the necessity for them to reestablish their heterosexuality you know wins out for them so therefore there has to be some woman involved so and I'm like, but I thought this was an opportunity for us to bond right. and spend time together. I'm like, fuck them hoes. Like, literally, yeah. fuck them hoes. And then, yeah. and then whatever, come out. Come out. Nope. And I think that's sex. one of the biggest issues I have when it comes to being a gay best friend to straight men is the fact that, you know, I don't know which is worse, straight men or straight women, you know, and being a gay best friend to. Because mm-hmm. for gay best, you know, for gay men, to be with straight men, there's always almost a quantifier, you know, that they have to apply to, you know, to remind you, it's like, oh, but I'm not straight, but I'll tell you about these things, but I always have to tell you, I'm not, you know, I'm straight, I'm not gay. So I I, I won't do that. Right. And it becomes problematic because again, there's a constant reminder, I think particularly of, you know, just even having the title or the name of a gay best friend or a GBF, you know, is the fact that it's a constant reminder that we are different. Right. You know, we can't just be friends because we have to make sure that they know that we are their gay friend. 
And I think even that inherently is just saying, you know, we're not the same as them. So therefore, are we even pigeonholing ourselves into allowing ourselves to just be another, you know, token token in their purse Mm -hmm. that they can pull out? Yeah. What I will say, though, is I found uh, in New York City pre-corona what you find, David? I, I found... They once there, were lost, and now you found them. There, <laughs> there are a lot of straight men probably looking to be recruited as the, you know, stag hag, if you oh, call them that. Bag stag. stag. At gay bars that mm-hmm. I've, like, walked yeah. up and talked to. And oh, like, hey, yes. and like, hey, I'm straight. I'm just here because you have the best happy hours. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, well, and, like, when you know about them and, and you know how to recognize them, etc., like, yes. literally they it's like it, they are the equivalent of to pokemon go you literally walk around and you collect them you make eye contact with them on the street you make eye contact with the bodega and the deli and the thing is what the the way that it happens it happens in an organic way such that right you have to keep it your hormones in your pants because it when it's never going to ever exactly be that. and don't even if you even think of it that way, it's only going to hurt yourself. So, yes. or you're just going to get used or like, if he knows how to, you could even get abused. Correct. Um, so Absolutely. don't get, don't fall into the trap. Don't get it twisted. You would just know the nigga on the hit list. Um, I've actually tried to talk to guys at gay bars. The last, you know, times I've gone out to a bar and this is also part of the reason why I stopped going so many, you know, straight men want to go because of that reason, you know, they're like, Oh, you have great happy hour and everything, but you have to ask yourself, what is it about the happy hour that you're here for? The two for one free for exactly. Is it the free flowing drinks or the low cost that you prefer to come here and do it? But then you're essentially abusing our safe space because if I approach you, then you have to understand you're in our space. Yeah. So aren't you just there to abuse our space and take advantage of it for your benefit, right. which is not what they're created for. Yeah. If so to, yeah. If you can't talk to every, if you, for, if you can't talk to anybody, like, and you're just like, if you're there for the cheap booze, it's like, go to the bodega and go sit in your apartment by yourself. How about you go buy your, some and then take it home? Man cave or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And buy someone to take it home because nobody's got time for that or go to the pier. Right. Um, exactly. And if you go to the bathroom at the pier, then just be ready because <laughs> you are going to need to learn uh-uh. a quick study. Exactly. I thought Otherwise, that only happened in the 90s. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Guess who's black in the house? I'm just kidding. Um, no. Some it, things never change. Okay. But I don't deal with change. Only crinkle. Um, if it doesn't fold, I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> that's what my friends my working friends say they're like change honey a change is gonna come and so are you but what's not gonna happen is um nickel and diming me out of money i'm like okay right get your coin and speaking of things on fire what about flame dings um the new form of the fag hag like what are your feelings on them and where we stand with them and how we stand with them or you know, what they need to work on, because this podcast will be listened to by all walks of life, gay, straight, um, those are the only walks of life, gay and straight, you know, Um, like everything, and um, every person and everyone and every human, we're all one race, the human race, that type of thing, humanity forward, go Yang Gang, hashtag Andrew Yang for New York mayor, 
or hashtag Andrew Yang for Joe's cabinet. Um, right. So here's my position on it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Philip. Uh, well, what I wanted to say is I personally, I have no desire for, for anyone, male or female, to seek me out for friendship because of my queerness. Mm-hmm. Because essentially you're reducing me to essentially just being useful to you because I'm queer. But how, how and that you, is not acceptable. How much I am a whole five, person. Five. How do you oh flag? my flag! My flag flies freely. So then, uh, that me. should be like that. In those cases, like that's when people have to really understand. If we're letting our queer flag, our gay flag, our p flag, our freak flag, our if we're letting our flag fly, then like we are making it perfectly clear and well known. So take the the fetishization. Take the like catch me if you can attitude, take the like stalking the prey kind of thing and like put it aside because yes, we're here and we're queer. You know, like yeah, like I, you can stay if you're gay, but we're here and we're queer. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you, you know, use the metaphor of Pokemon because that's kind of how it seems, you know, uh, straight, you know, people, male and female, both, you know, want to catch, you know, try to catch us like we're Pokemon and collect us. But here's the problem. Again, they do nothing with us and they only pull us out when we're useful to them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a problem because that's abusive and that's toxic. And that's not what I'm here for. Like, I may be queer. But at the same time, I'm a whole person. There's a whole lot to me that you should be trying to get to know and Mm -hmm. to learn. And if you're not doing that and you just want me to be your gay friend so that way you can have a gay friend, then guess what? You do not have a gay friend because I am not going to be your friend. That's not what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. I am queer because I am queer. I'm not queer when it's useful to you. Yes. Oh, my God, that gave me, it was either goosebumps or indigestion. I don't know which one, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, Philip. Uh, I agree with that point. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, for me, like, I am a burn the barn down to the ground. I am a, f- my, my flame dames and my fag stags are like, I will literally. I like wrangle them as if they are horses. Um, And because I like that horses are so beautiful and they all have, they're like the most beautiful creature to me that has the fiercest hair that, but they're all basically the same other than their color. But like people don't really care about the color that much. And like black horses are literally like, the most esteemed horse ever. Mm-hmm. So there's something about horses that seems so like that society got it right. You put the blacks at the top and they like run shit. They look the best. They look the fierce. The black stallion is like, girl, if you have a black stallion, you have money and like you have connection because you found it. Um, like same thing with cats, black cats. I, for me, it's like my stags, my fag stags are my stallions, my black stallions, and my girls are my black cats. And it's apropos because women yep. are like cats and men are like dogs. Um, mm-hmm. But I prefer a stallion over a dog any day. Come through, Meg. 
um, that Meg the Stallion. And thank you, thank you. I will be here all night. Well, not all mm-hmm. night, but um, and then you know, speaking of which, what are the pitfalls of the gay BFF? Where do you pull the plug? Where do you draw the line? Where do you say stop? in the name of love, because I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm against yourself, and bitch, harm against me. Trust. I think uh, the one of the pitfalls, and we've you know, each touched on it, just, you know, in this conversation, is that flame dame, that messy Becky, whoever that straight female friend is, that you're their gay BFF, when they only want to go to straight bars because they can't feel comfortable in a gay bar, comfortable by meaning they want to find someone to hook up with for the night Mm -hmm. and they don't have any flexibility to ever want to do drag, you know, drag race at a gay bar on a Friday night. That's where I feel like you get into some of the pitfalls. It's just one of the many examples, but it's the lack of flexibility you get from some of your straight friends, whether it's a black stallion friend or a black cat. And I actually thought you made the reference to a black cat because a pussy but mm-hmm. when no, they don't, oh. I would never reference a pussy, um, except for mine. And my pussy is black. Um, <laughs> and his name, <laughs> his name is Apollo Doja Verde. So he's a Doja cat. Huh, Doja cat. But right. His Apollo, the Greek god of the moon. Okay. The well, there you go. But yeah, the, the flexibility of of straight people is just you know it's they're not always interested in the gay culture and society that you come yeah. with as a gay BFF. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say that when it comes to having straight male friends as a gay, gay BFF, you have to be really cautious about the type of time that you spend with them mm-hmm. because straight men are no less needy. Um, they, you know, they crave attention as well. Mm-hmm. And when they feel unsatisfied or they're not getting enough attention and they need that, then you can be a safe option for them. But very quickly, does that turn into a, you know, a session where you are trying to fight back whatever urges you may have? Because they somehow roll into, you know, all these different things, you know their girlfriend broke up with them or they've been fighting, they haven't been having sex. And then all of a sudden, you know, they keep dropping these, Uh, what you perceive as hints that they may be interested because they are dropping them, but they're doing it because they want attention, not because they want anything to happen. And that can be very, very bad. Or it can be very, very good. That is true. That is true. Because, like, you know, I slept with many a straight they, man. And they just, and it's like, I, I mean, it's like, so everything, yes, to all of that. But it's like, that one has an equally um, beneficial flip side of a coin, which can be both bad and good. But flip side of coin is, it, it's everything you goddamn wanted and more when it happens. And if it happens, but it's like, the thing is, is all that the only thing that will ever make it happen is for you to not want it to happen and not try to make it happen and not think it's it's like love like just when you thought it was never whatever like it's like bam like the one the only is like like there are i know many fairy tales that have come 
dream come true. Like mm -hmm. you're gay, you're a gay BFF and you're straight. Like the one that, you know, was like, could have been the one that got away, but he was never gay. Um, he is like head over heels in love with you after all of those scenarios that you mentioned, Phil, line up. And they're all like the perfect scenario, the breakup, like it, like the winter. So they're stuck inside. Um, girls don't really travel in the winter because they have to wear like sweatpants. So it's pretty much only like Starbucks um, yoga pants, um, Ugg boot wearing girls that will travel to their boyfriend's house because they can wear their pajamas. Mm -hmm. But you can't get dressed up cute in the winter, go to a hookup. Hey, um, I, I have had it happen to me plenty of times. You know, they'll break up with their girlfriend or they're fighting or whatever's happening. They want to hang out and they want to talk and they want to drink. And then next thing you know, it's like they're getting comfortable and then they're laying their head on you or you on them. And it's like once those walls start coming down, whether it's, you know, it can end great or not, that is not what your relationship with that person is that's the important thing to remember that's an entanglement because right? if you are a exactly if you are a friend be a friend yeah that does not mean we should be trying to get to have sex because that right. is not what friends no. do no no, like, no i don't no, care no, no. what we talk about like right. you know we do not have sex with our friends no so if that is going in that direction that should be a red flag that one, they are taking advantage of you because they are taking advantage of your queerness. Why? Because, again, if they see you as a safe option, so that way they can say these things, but then they always follow it up with a, no, but we can't do that, no. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's like, I wish I had this, but no, it's like, you can't do that for me. Or the, you know, the constant apologies, man, the, I'm sorry. You know, if time. only, if only you were a woman or a girl, like, no, all of that is a bait I'm and like, switch. Because you can legally go change what you are. If if what if my straight whatever whatever like wanted it to be like a woman, I'm like, listen, I will go all the way up to the chop, and then <laughs> like that's it. That's that's where I draw the line, and they draw that line too because most of them want they don't want they want everything else to be the girl, but they don't want that to be the girl. I know, like, and it's it's gonna come in our episodes arc for that which um we can preview now is called zero trans fat um fat spelled t-h-a-t um so it's going to discuss the gay through z of the trans experience mm -hmm. so that's yes. um so yes because all trans lives matter black trans lives matter all black trans lives matter like they start they they basically have paved every way for everything so at like all of it just people forget that they it's i mean i don't want to get into it but it drives me nuts um so that and that kind of it's like gay bffs are sometimes very polarizing in the sense that it's feast or famine night and day hot and cold yes and no like What's the worst thing that you've done as a gay BFF? And that doesn't mean it can be worse being like, like it was like shady, petty, whatever, or it can be worse, like, I don't know, def, you know, define what worse means to you in this case. And then what was the scenario? You know, I, I, I 
am working on this, but I go zero to 100. And mm-hmm. with my best friend who on, what? on everything, everything, on everything. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm, um, I'm working on finding a balance. So but, you know, <laughs> my best friend, who is a straight black female, lives in Atlanta. Oh my God. There was a moment um, where she where I felt like she just did something so shady to me and I unleashed the 100 uh, and the riot act and the receipts and the name calling and the belittling. So I think one of the things I think like the worst thing that I've done is when I hit that 100 mark, it comes with, Oh my God. It's like drama thermometer bursts. The mercury's out. Like, the, the little red yes. inky stuff is out. Yeah, it's like, I get it. Um, I know exactly what you mean. What's your sign? Aries with a oh my Leo rising. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, girl. And you're from where? New Mexico. Work. So that is scary. Um, yeah. How close? What Aries? What they are? Like, cusp. Because, oh my God, I'm 420. So I'm an Aries Taurus cusp. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally the epitome of um everything you want to be and everything you don't want to be all rolled into one right and to top it off like the worst thing that i've ever done is just i mean the thing is it's for me it's it's just the obliteration like i just call it yeah i mean going from zero to a hundred and not even 60, like you can't even count. Like I will say one word and it'll just be one single word. That will be like those ninjas who can like poke your neck and mm-hmm. have you like, and break your, you know, break your, your left knee. Kill Bill you know, style. Like exactly. That is, and that for me, because I'm a nonviolent person, it, it's all words, but, and I have a, I mean, I've been, I've lived a life and with that life comes more experience than I know what to do with. And I have made it my passion and my legacy to leave as much of myself and my mark on this world as humanly and physically possible. Because much like the late great John Lewis I am ready to get into some motherfucking good trouble. Mm -hmm. That is honestly, first of all, that's what love has got to do with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because people don't ever, they ask the question or they see that movie. And if you haven't seen that movie, don't talk to me until you've seen that movie. And do not tell me that you haven't seen that movie because if you ever do, it may be the last thing you do with fully functioning legs, arms, limbs, and breath. You know what they say about Ike. Okay. <laughs> Eat the cake, anime. Like, seriously. Um, that, that name got my dad's blood on it. Yeah. Um, I, that, like, what's that got to do with it is everything. It is. Because it is love to the extent that you may never love your actual preferred sex that way ever. That's why it's so dangerous mm-hmm. because it is a form of love that is almost witchcraft mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and don't tell that to my Wiccan friends. They would smack the shit out of me. <laughs> but I'm like, bitch, um, it's true. Like, witchcraft is some interesting stuff. Yep. Um, and I'm like, I'm not trying to, you know, be over here like 
getting people to drop Christianity. People are doing it themselves. I'm just like saying there are a lot of things out there and you know, fuck what you heard. If you haven't believed in anything, again, when you love someone, like the people that I love the most have introduced my life to things, places, people, ways, like you name it, that I would have never fathomed or imagined. And just when I think I'm done, like, because like, you know, you'll do, you know, I would do anything for love. Like this is like the unrequited, like, type of love and you feel it on a level that's like dude if i when you love someone and you've been with them that long as a abff you get to the point where it's like you know what they like it's like you're that you are their boyfriend but Mm -hmm. you're just not sexual and like you're the boyfriends that fell out of sexual love or out of chem love and it's like i love you but i'm no longer in love with you type of thing so they do the little things that count they go the extra mile they you know like and as much as they can and when, you know, sometimes it's financial, sometimes it's like personal touch. Sometimes, sometimes it, it may go there a, a few times, especially when you first meet, but like, whatever it, in the end, it's like, it ends up being platonic. Um, but you said it best. It's the people you love the most. So as a gay BFF, this person that you're friends with, you love them the most. So they're going to feel that drama, the hardest, that hundred mm-hmm that you know Absolutely. when it's oh good God. it's good but when it's bad it's really uh, bad yeah um philip i mean very yeah philip did you ever do anything the worst thing you've ever done as a gay bff i would have to say the worst thing i've ever done as a gay bff was not love myself okay uh, because at the end of the day really i think the worst thing that i could have done was to allow other people take advantage of me because of my queerness mm-hmm. to suit their own ends because I didn't have enough love for myself at the time to be able to say no, that what they were doing was wrong because that's not the role that I'm here to fill. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that was, you know, no my straight girlfriends who no, no pun intended, <laughs> Uh, my straight girlfriends who, you know, just wanted me to listen to all their men problems, but then not be there to support me, mm-hmm. whether it's my straight male friends who wanted to use me as a repository for all of their issues, but then also still not be there to support me. And that really has to be the worst thing that I possibly could have done, regardless of whether or not I slept with any of them or said terrible things to them. Or any of that, because honestly, when it came down to it, if that's something that I wanted and it happened, then fine. But it really has to be about loving myself first and making sure that I'm being taken care of just as much as I'm taking care of someone else. Preach. And on a, on that note, um, it's interesting because I used to be in your shoes Um 14 14 years ago and sorry I I mean it's a tough place to be Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't understand it and this is why it's so important for people to understand that our roles as friends to them, regardless if they're male or female, that we are not just gay. 
we are not just queer. We are whole people. So we are part of your life. You get the benefit of having us as well as the fact that we're queer Mm -hmm. and that we're gay, not because we're gay and queer. That's not why we're in your life. We are here because we're whole people. You have the benefit of having that in addition to. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I um, I have I have been there, and um, when I was there, it was probably the uh, the darkest time of my life, and I was. I mean, I went through things that were just unspeakable and it, it hurts to, it hurts to think about it. Um, and I can't even put it into words at the moment, like, because, and I was not even expecting this. I had that question last Mm -hmm. minute and then I was like, oh, what's up? I have to do with it, of Mm -hmm. course. And it's like, it's, it is that if you know if you know what love is and if you know what love has to do with it and then and you know that it is greater to have loved and lost and never to have loved at all then you know and when you lose someone like that it is not just a normal thing so i'm still processing it and i i can't so um all things come in time. Yep. Yeah. But I'm like, I swear that this was like not a season. It was a reason. And now I I don't even know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so that's what love has to do with it is every goddamn thing. Yes. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, okay, bitches, like, honestly, we, that was uh, Kiki, uh, thank you for joining. As always, please subscribe, comment, and share. And feel free to check us out on social media or drop us an email with your thoughts. Those can be real thoughts or THOT thoughts or whatever thoughtfulness you have. It's been real. It's been cute. But has it been real cute? Peace and chicken grease, XOXO. You know you love us. Bye. 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 Well, this Kiki was marvelous. Thank you all for joining. We're so glad you could make it. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook as at the Kiki Show NYC, or shoot us an email at the Kiki Show NYC at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed this Kiki as much as we did. Stay tuned for the next Kiki and invite some friends. We are always down for groups. So, unlock the doors, raise the blinds, and tell them hoes to go home. This Kiki is over.